Hello, 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 and welcome to Bitches with Beards. And on today's episode, I wonder, will shitting my pants get me out of adulting? <laughs> and I already asked the question, don't cry for me, Argentina? We're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. <laughs> Which is funny, because in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And we both have opinions. So let's get this party started. Cheers. Cheers, my queer Queers. brothers. Queers, yes. brothers, sisters. It feels weird saying brothers. They're not, because it's like, ooh, who was it? Uh, Frank Kameny? The one who started the Machining Society. That oh, was, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was very brothers. That was, that was pre-sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know that I've ever called you a sister either. No. I just referred to you as Max or Maxie or my Max. Sir, we are cousins at best. Yes. <laughs> I've always found that one weird. Ever since rugby, it was always like, we're all brothers here. I'm like, I have one brother and I barely speak to him. So let's just not even call us other that. Well, it's always funny because I was working at a music festival in like, oh, 2010, I believe it was the summer. I worked at a music festival in Tennessee and this wonderful little lesbian came up to me and she's like are you family and I just sort of looked at her and I'm like what do you mean and like it just didn't click that she was referring to like the alphabet mafia family and I was just like huh see I love that term but for some reason that term never clicks with me like anyone can say are we family and I'm like sure I don't know like sure we're related somewhere like see, the thing about are you family not only is I love the fact that it's someone that has an awareness of old, um, older terms. So mm, I'm also fair. not saying I like it because I like the fact they use it. I like it because I think we can be friends. Yes. And I know sometimes it is. And, and the thing is, you can't just go, are you family? It's, like, it's got to be like, are you family? Right. Like, it's always in the hushed tones. Yeah. And it always catches me off guard because I will openly admit, like, I have chosen family. Yes. But, like, someone just uses the term family, and I'm like, what? There has to be a, there has to be a hit of hushed tone. <laughs> right, but it, it always, like, it's it's the wrong time to ask me that question. It's, it's always that. Right? Oh, I do like a hit Which of makes hushed me a, tone. It, it makes me a bad gay, I'm sorry, but, you know. We're talking of hushed tones. Didn't uh, we, we had a bit of a mystery to solve this week, didn't we, Daniel? Oh, we did. If it's the mystery I think we're going to be talking about. Right <laughs> which, is, which is basically <laughs> one, one morning we were having... Yesterday a, morning. Yesterday morning, we were in a complete conniption because because we weren't really sure where this episode was going because oh, we had relied God. so much on the plastic fantastic that is Barbie that we didn't know what to talk about this week. We completely forgot another culture existed. So we were messaging each other on, on Facebook Messenger oh, and yeah. it kept coming up like all these rainbows. And then I messaged Jamie and said, hey, by the way, that podcast, Queer Magnolias, check them out. Hey, Rick. Um, I messaged him that. And, like, our screens blew up in rainbows again. And we're going, what the hell is setting this off? And the thing is, like, listeners, we're talking, like, full rainbows for, like, a minute. And so I'm sitting here and I'm like, what the hell is going on? And then I noticed, like, the word queer looked odd. It was emboldened. An emboldened queer is dangerous thing. It was an emboldened queer. So I typed in the word gay and then LGBTQ. And then I typed in queer and it happened again. I was like, Max, I have solved it. Like... I just took the conversation off the rails, but I was just like, why is this blowing up every time we say queer? Because 
Apparently we were saying queer a lot yesterday morning for some reason. I think that's the title of episode, just a couple of emboldened queers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it started. Oh, yes. Well, we solved a mystery. Mm-hmm. It was a quite weirdish week at work. It was an off week at work for me. There was tomfoolery and fuckery going about. Oh, I'll be God. very honest. I do like some tomfoolery, though. Well, it's one fuckery, of Fuckery, not so much. Well, it's one of these... I don't even feel like talking about the fuckery or the tomfoolery, to be honest. Like, micromanaging, breakdowns, and scandals, all that. I just had a vaguely productive week of some meetings, but it was in and out. I... I um, I decided that I, I was going to be like very strict and I took a few days off drinking so I had four days off well someone did someone did not because the Tom fuckery started on Monday and just went downhill from there so on skis on downhill watch on out ski- for Gwyneth <laughs> ta-ta love ta-ta love we no, wish you well <laughs> I am um, no I decided to have a couple of days off and I, I'm I'm running the Richmond Marathon in November oh, with yeah, plans sure. for March which are ridiculously stupid and with, I want to talk about these plans post yeah, podcast. Yeah, like, podcast. I, I, yeah, I can, cannot wait to talk to you about those. Uh, so I decided that, and I did. I did. I forgot to put the time on today, but I went for my first like two and a half hour run this morning, uh-huh. and I had a really good time doing it. Good, Fantastic. so that was great. Um, Do you think your miles are up, or are they? I think they're good. Well, I did it. Well, it was actually about two hours, and I think it was about a, t- a ten mile this morning. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, my legs are feeling good. I felt energized. I feel like I've lost some weight as well. Legs are feeling good. How are the feet feeling? Feet are feeling good. Okay, good. But I do feel like less light bloated, so I'm happy. I do have big news though. Oh. In a moment of madness, oh. I finally deleted Scruff off my phone. Oh, congratulations! I know. Yeah. Congratulations! Whatever will you do? My husband's like looking shocked, but uh, (laughs) no, I just I, 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 I use it to like say hi to people and like Uh like if there's any newbies. I felt for a while it's been very stagnant. Welfare is pandemic, but yes. Yeah, but no, it it, yeah, I and I don't. It's been stagnant, and I was like, I'm just bored, and I started taking people off like Instagram as well. I don't know. I just I sometimes I need to purge, and I was like, no. I think I'm kind of done. I think it's it was a while that you could chat to a lot of new people, and now it's just. So is is this your first step towards sainthood? Is what you're saying right now? (laughs) (laughs) What about you? How's your week been? Uh, My week has been hell in a handbasket, but I am going to give a shout out to my coworker Lara, sometimes listener of the podcast. We love you. We do indeed. My natural resources cohort. Uh, we had a happy hour on Wednesday at the two- at the office at nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, well, we should have started drinking at nine o'clock in the morning. Um, we went to the Tune In on Pennsylvania Avenue and Capitol Hill. Like it's a little dive I, bar. I think I know that one. A little dive bar. We had fantastic martinis. It was wonderful. It was just what we needed because Wednesday was hell on earth. Like with someone in a meeting, like micromanaging, like. I didn't. I wasn't informed of this email. And I'm like, you signed off on this email. <laughs> yeah. Like your name is literally on it because you put it there. Like, I'm gonna say one thing. Show me the receipts. Right. <laughs> like I was pulling for Taylor Swift in the middle of a meeting. I was like, you signed off on this. 
well, we weren't informed of this. Well, you were on this date, this date, this date. Like, it was one of those days. And I was just like, I'm not here for this. Her slips and ships. Don't, don't play with me. But anyways, we had a lovely happy hour. And we'll be doing it again at some time. I was like that joke of that, that guy. I think it's a joke. And someone goes, I was shaking my protein shake in the office. And, and, and my coworker poked her head around the cubicle and went, do I hear margaritas? <laughs> it's 9am, <nine> Brenda. <laughs> but it could be. The, but no, sometimes nice. they're sometimes they're needed at nine a.m. We're trying to organise another happy hour at work, but they're just not really. Do you want to do another gay happy hour or just? We got a gay one, so we're going to try and do. Or are you trying to do a division happy gay hour? Gay one, and then we're going to try and do our little team one. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been everywhere. It's summer, it's like. I, I feel like a end of summer cocktail is a good thing to have. Yeah, I, there's a bar nearby. I think we'll go to. But it'd be fun. Oh yeah. Talking of happy hours. Yes. Ooh. Oh, yes. It's time for what's in Ina's garden. What is in Ina's garden? I see green, actually, in this cocktail. It's not a cocktail, because it's only, it's only one. That's it's, it's a mixed drink. Mixed drink. So, uh, Daniel and I are very, very strict about that terminology. Uh, yes. You can cause any pronoun you want to, but if you call a mixed drink a cocktail, then we're going to get angry. There is hard to pay. This is very much mixed drink. So it is the mixed drink that I had a lot of last week, the Greyhound. Mm-hmm. It is gin, grapefruit, topo chico, and a little bit of rosemary in it. See, we should have drunk this watching Ted Lasso because they're the Greyhounds. Oh, yes. There you go. Cheers. Cheers. Perfect. Yes. Absolutely perfect. And we have more tapo and grapefruit to add to it as you need. So. Well, I don't have a snack from Ina's garden. That's fine. But I do have oh God. a delicious word of wisdom from Ina. Oh, word of wisdom from Ina. Let, let, let's go it. With came it. actually on my, um, on my uh, cro- you know, news something that comes up on news feeds. Uh-huh, yes. Um, Ina's proven herself to be a queen of the people once more. Or well, she always is, yes. By saying, actually... She does not like to go to a restaurant and sit at a table or a booth. Um, but she much prefers to have a casual glass of wine and a truffle pizza sitting at the bar. Woman after my own heart. Yeah. I love her even more. That's what I typically do here in DC. Yeah. Well, she went on to explain that she prefers a limited bar menu as the dishes tend to be more straightforward with a focus on quality and care. And that they actually pair better with alcohol. <laughs> Again, woman after my own heart. So she said you can actually, she finds if she wants us to go in and have a bite and a drink, she can relax more. So I have to ask you, Daniel, on a scale of zero to cheers, how do you rate that news from Ina? I rate it as cheers because I actually do it on my Fridays off yes. when I lady that lunch. Yes. I saw that today. It actually literally came up on newsfeed and I if, all, if all the jokes of just us going, there's nothing to then Ina comes in with that. But I'm not always the biggest... Um, there's times when there's if there's like four of you at a bar, it's 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 hard. Right. Uh, but and also the hubs. If I want to just get the hubs myself, I prefer a table. But because you, no, you know what he's like. Yes, I, some I, night, I do know. Some nights and he like. But he said if you get on a corner, you can face each other. Yeah. Put pizza. So and I saw that and I was like, I can just and I Ina, and I just had a, the statement of Ina that I love is that food pairs better with alcohol, not wine, not spirit. She goes. Alcohol. alcohol so I'm like Ina just the honesty of it but I would say this there are certain bars in DC that's better to do that at than others yeah what bar would you say is good for that uh, I would say the Hamilton's the perfect one to do that at go that's to, where we met a few times yeah, yeah so I would say you go to the middle bar you don't go to the one in the first one off of the uh, numbered street you go in 
Icon under Atlantic Plumbing has a good bar to eat at because they've got yeah. a really great I can't remember her name but if you go in there she's a lovely bartender she's absolutely fantastic Pearl Dive is also a good one to go to on Fortune Street I've never been to Pearl Dive Pearl Dive is a good one to do that like don't get me wrong I love Hanks but Pearl Dive is a good loner I've been here like eight years now I think we need to get to me to Pearl Dive on 14 okay we'll do it we'll do it we'll do it we'll do it done That's enough talking about Ina Garden. What's going on in the neighborhood? Well, Ina's there actually probably with a truffle pizza and a large glass of Pinot, but oh, hey. Jeffrey, 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 is that you? Uh, Miguel. Anyways, we discuss the stories that are gay, gay, Jason, are just a little bit camp. Yeah, I'm really glad for the alcohol because this week, if no news is good news, then we've got a ton of news. Because there is no news that's good news. <laughs> we masturb- masturbated over, like, how we approach half of this. And I'm going to say this. Thank God you had a stroke of genius yesterday morning. I do mean at, like, 6.30 in the morning. You're like, what if we do it like this? And I was just like, this is perfect because it is perfect. Yeah, like, I was about to go for my run. I was like, uh... No, actually, it was 6. I went out at 6. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, listeners... That being said, we text each other at 6 a.m. in the morning. We're like, what about this? What about that? I'm like, no. Yeah. It was just like, yep. Usually one of us sent the first message out about 5.30, quarter okay. two. Yeah. And then I was out. Because I, I, I wasn't drinking, I decided to get out early for an hour and a half run before work. So we're going to start with some sad news. O'Shea Sibley, a 28-year-old dancer, was stabbed and killed in Brooklyn, which was absolutely terrible. He was actually dancing to Beyonce's latest album. I can't remember. It the, was Voguing. Voguing. Like, I can't remember the name of the album. Unfortunately, off the top of my head. Renaissance. Renaissance. But... That album is famously dedicated to queer performers, especially yes. her uncle who died of AIDS. HIV AIDS. Yes. So it obviously it's very much her tribute to the culture that he was celebrating. It's really gone down. It's been treated as a hate crime. It's gone down, but you know, bad again. It takes gone down bad. That's terrible. It's it's gone down appallingly. I typed in gay news and that was all that came up. Literally, it was the thing that was dominating yeah. the headlines. So um, to, to research behind the curtain, is I will type in, you know, once day gay news, LGBT yeah. news, and that was all that came up. Queen Bee has, mm-hmm. has yep. commented, very short, sweet, standard comment. Yes. I am wondering how much she'll be involved moving forward. I have an odd feeling there might be help with funeral arrangements. I I see that as possible. Um, I would say, you know, yes, it's been sort of minimal, the comments. To date. We'll yeah. put it that way. To date. Minimal. Well, things, it must be hard for her because, you know, essentially she's... Obviously, she knows this guy was dancing to his person. I don't know how, he, how they chose to identify. Right. Uh, but that did very short little little tribute didn't know them so can't be like oh my god this person mm-hmm. that and right. I feel there'd be something happening I would think so like yeah. just knowing Beyonce like, at I least she'll send Solange in at a minimum oh she'll do more than send Solange right. I like Solange I love being on I love Solange anyways the other Def and I kind of we kind of brought this up was um, Paul Rubens, aka Pee Wee Herman, died this week. Mm-hmm. Not a queer individual. Did get caught masturbating publicly in a porn theater. Which what else are you meant to do to sit and watch? I mean, it's a porn theater. No offense. It's like going to an AMC and getting caught eating popcorn. Yeah, and masturbating with a baller. <laughs> You've only done that twice. <laughs> um, I actually never seen Pee Wee Herman. So here's the thing. 
nor have I, which is why I sort of gave this one to you because yeah. I thought maybe you would know him more than I would. I know of him. I know the film, the first film, was a, it was a stage character he created and then it got made into a movie. Who right. was the director that directed the first P.B. Herman film? Uh, tell me. Tim Burton's first movie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And he got made into a TV show. I know a lot of my uh, queer friends, our, our queer friends, we have mutual friends in there that have commented that he was like, his show was subversive and yeah. it was by kind of coming in there and proving that there was an audience for subversive um, content Mm -hmm. that it did allow for like queer performers to move up I'm not saying that the queer movement gay movement LGBT movement owes um, our um, existence to him but we should acknowledge people that were just a bit different he famously paid the penguin's dad in Batman Returns Um, so anyone that chucks a baby in a river is happy with me no joking that's horrible Played, I didn't know yeah, that. Sorry, him, yeah. I, sorry, listeners. Just I'm Tim, having a moment of Tim learning. Because Tim Burton brought him in. Because Tim oh, Burton well, only just done Pee Wee Home when he did Batman. Ah, okay. Oh. I will say my favorite uh, P- uh, Paul Woodman's role is the underrated classic Mystery Men with Ben Stiller, which is oh. a superhero movie. And he plays a spleen who can aim his farts and knock people out, and he spoke like this, and it's brilliant. He goes, "Pull my finger." Oh my god. Go on. Punch. Don't do it, Max. Okay. Um, and then my uh, the final bit of news, and we really, really discussed this. <laughs> we we listeners, if you could see the text messages we had, like. <laughs> so, Lizzo has been accused of some very serious things. Right, and then there's been some counter accusations that have gone on. So we're not going to comment. On innocent or guilty right that's, that's not for us at this time I am going to say that I feel that because of the nature of the allegations that there's a lot of press around them because basically it counteracts everything she herself as an artist has fought for which is body positivity blah blah blah, blah all that sort of thing right, right. My, so I feel that this is why it's been jumped on Yes. Um, I do, or some people have then come out of the woodwork and said she's hard to work with, but then I do also feel that this is the whole boss bitch debate which people have come into. A lot of people are hard to work with, no offense. I'm hard to work with. Um, <laughs> obviously, you know, from my angle, she's denied this, claiming that she's neither victim nor villain. Yes. Um, my big. The dancers have also admitted in previous posts that they've been unprofessional on. Yes. This is what you've heard. Yes, so this is what I heard is that one, they weren't actually employed with her at the time of these allegations. Two, they were fired for unprofessionalism prior to them happening. So it's one of these that I am literally waiting for the dust to settle and someone to come out with a lovely timeline so that we can actually sit down and see what was happening when where. See, my worry is that she's well, she's lost 200,000 followers on Instagram. Who cares at the end of the day? She probably had millions. Yeah. I worry about the effect on Barbie because obviously we love Barbie. Right. And she's the opening song and the second song. Uh, right. She's a very prominent song in Barbie. Do you have anything to follow up this? Because I have a final statement on this that made me laugh. Um, I have nothing else to talk about with uh, Lizzo, but I do have a new story if we want to move on to that or so, do we follow up on it. No, the thing that made me laugh, and I do not laugh at any of these allegations, they're very serious, but when Lizzo came out with her statement, someone went, well, this, this statement downplays the harassment claims. And I'm like, that's the point of the fucking statement. In the words of Patsy Stone, it's called PR, darling. PR. But it's also just Adina Monsoon's PR. 
Oh, she is. Is it is Edie? Sorry, I'm so sorry. It's not. I should have waited. I should. Oh, sorry. I was like, do I say that or do we next week go? We have a correction. No, no, no. Um, no. So correct not, me now. Correct me now. I'm not saying she. No one should. You know, they should be downplayed. But I think wake up, little Susie. In that, yes, the point of a statement is to downplay these to allow her for a trial. But anyway. We'll find out as it goes along. Uh, as always, we put the babies to bed and get out the martinis. And when the baby's ready to cry, we'll kind of pick that up again. again. Or we'll leave it for two days and see if it self soothes. I was going to say, or give them the martini. Oh, I'll give them the martini. That's... So what's, what's your news? <laughs> oh, yeah, you did have a little bit of delicious news. It was a little bit happier. Is it the same news? Uh, yes, it's still the same news that I actually put into our notes. So as a side note, when I said, I wonder if Daniel, Daniel's always got like 10 news stories will be good this week. I looked in, you had one and I'm like... Oh, with that. And that's a bad news story, but it was not enough to carry a section. No, it's not enough to carry a section, but I think I have a follow-up to go with it, depending on where yeah. we're at with time with this. So uh, it was announced this week that one Lady Gaga is returning to Las Vegas for a second residency at the Park MGM. It is going to be Lady Gaga Jazz and Piano. And I'm going to say I very much think it's playing off a of Tony, Tony Bennett. Bennett I was about to say yeah, we're at same wavelength I think there's a Tony I think it's a tribute because it's literally they're advertising it as stripped down songs of Lady Gaga and the American songbook and I'm like I think this is Tony Bennett I think this is well timed you know but she's only doing I think 12 performances between August 31st and October 5th so it's a very very limited like residency by does August. that mean that we can mean you can walk in two days a week to work and they'll be like where have you been it's a residency darling it's, it's a, a residency, residency. Um, I think also because if, if I know if playing Harley Quinn in the Joker part yes. 2 that she's kind of gotten a very stripped down mode yeah I think this is healthy for her I think this is her therapy I think this is her processing the loss of Bennett and I think this is her processing. I I don't know. This is so. I think this is so good for her. No, I think it's very good for. Her. And here's the thing. Like, I love Lady Gaga since the very beginning. But I love her doing the American Songbook. Like, she is so good on those standards. Like, Lady is a Tramp, fantastic. Yeah. One of her best. So I'm looking forward to this. But again, I do think this was very much like. All right. It's gonna piss off the fans. Oh, it, it's very much gonna piss off the fans. Like. But I think if you like good music... Off, it's going to piss off um, Gargoyle's fans, but not Stephanie's. Right. Yeah. There you go. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, and then there's also a rumor, rumor, late-breaking rumor that I did not put in the notes because I got it literally two hours before we started recording. Um, there is a rumor that uh, Lana Del Rey is a prophetess, apparently. Oh, I, I need I need an explanation of that word. So, <laughs> prophetess, and that she made a prediction about certain individuals. So she did a Twitter post, I think, at the beginning of this year, calling out seven individuals because they have had a career based off of uh, women being naked, essentially, was sort of what it was. Mm-hmm. And five out of the seven of them have been in the news in the past, like, three weeks. When you say women being naked, what do you mean? Uh, that their careers is based off of their body and not necessarily their singing talents. Is she saying Lizzo? No, she's not saying Lizzo. She's saying Ariana Grande. She's saying Doja Cat. She's saying Nicki Minaj. She's saying... Um, yeah. Anyways, it's like a bunch of individuals that have like been in the news. And here's the thing. The last one on that list is Queen Bay. So, Beyonce, watch out. Yeah. Can we talk, though? Yes. Gossip Corner. Oh, absolutely. We, corner. We, we've devolved into Gossip Corner at this point. Like, I gave you the story. Like, no warning. Yes. 
I've got some wicked whispers. <gasps> Is it of a witch of the West? No, it's of a good witch of the South. Oh. Have you heard? Have you been following this story about Ariana Grande getting divorced? Yes, that was part of the prophecy of Lana Del Rey. But, and the guy that she's with? Yes. Apparently they were double dating. Yes! Did I send you that post? <laughs> well, I've been following on on like BuzzFeed News. Oh. oh. As well. Uh-huh. But apparently they were double dating. Yes. This is between friends. Yes. Friends and listeners. Friends and listeners. Closest friends. Our dearest friends, really. I have a very handsome husband. Yes, you do. He's very handsome. Yes. There are other guys out there. I'm saying that could turn my head. Uh Uh-huh. What's it? Lie my neck. You know, my head just sometimes responds. (laughs) Okay. If my head was going to get turned, it wouldn't be to this man. Okay. Hardly... I'm, I looked at him and go, I think he's gay just from the fucking photos. So I'm going to say two very brave but controversial statements. Go for it. One, yes, I think he is gay. Two, insist is best because you look just like <laughs> freaking you, your brother. <laughs> you look just like your brother. I'm sorry. Like, I, I saw the photo and I'm like, no. But I'm like... No! Like, head turn, no! Ariana Grande, you are on... Like, you are very much in a need-to-know position of your career. I'm sorry, you're big, but you're big of gays and tweens. My parents yes. would not know a fucking... A lick of one of your songs. I barely know. My parents again. like Wicked. They'll probably go and see the movie version of it, and they'll probably go, that little... That, that young lady that played Galindo. The blonde one. The blonde one. one is lovely. Yeah. yeah. You don't need this. This is your big break. You, I know you think you've had your break. You haven't. You haven't. This is your big... Break. Don't be another affair over these. Not another one for you, but just we and 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 him. This is not going to make it. This film is not coming out for what another year. Y- yes. Yeah, it's a year. Thanksgiving, twenty twenty four. Yeah. Just, just, just don't. And apparently, it's been seen by cast members, and that's going to make the freaking press rounds. Deliciously exciting. Oh, wonderfully exciting. Um, you know, that being said, it's just like, really? It took really? Angelina Jolie a long time to rectify herself in the eyes of a lot of women. And I'm not saying yes. women are women. And this is very <laughs> controversial because, uh, but, yes. but, but women do, do not, they do have an issue. Just, honey. Well, and here's the thing. Like, this is a pattern of behavior. This is not the first one. This is not the first one. That's how, that's how mean you met, because I was getting out of a relationship with her. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? Where are we going with this one? But that being said, this is not the first one. All I'm going to say is, guess who hasn't done that? Taylor Swift has not done that. There you go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Anyway, I have to say that. I didn't want to bring it up for a big thing, but I thought while we're here. No, I, I think it's great. I think, I think you know, it was brave, but controversial, but very much brave. Well, that kind of... I know, I feel like... I don't like the word hero, but thank you for mentioning it. I mean, you're not wearing a cape right now, but you're trying. I actually am, but you can't see it. So, Daniel! Yes? What's been the culture for you this week? Well, I don't know who you're trying to be with that one right there. Rokin. Who? Rokin. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, did not get that. Did not get that. Um, so, let's go through it. Uh, my food of the week... Vegan turkey cutlets from Whole Foods, 365. I'm going to say this right now. If you're thinking about doing for Thanksgiving, don't do them. Don't do them. They're like the chicken nuggets, but bigger, but thinner, but don't do them. 
They don't nuggets are so naughty but nice, but no, I would not. They don't taste like Thanksgiving dinner. I'm trying to find us a vegan solution for Thanksgiving. That's not it. Well, I'm not either, but I'm just trying to be nice and say we're trying to find one. My drink of the week, Vespers. Lots of Vespers. I had tons of Vespers this week because it was all tomfoolery and fuckery going about running amok. You just have visions of Eva Green. Eva, oh God, I love her in that it role. It was such a fun night we watched that one, wasn't it? I love that film so much. Talking of Bond, watch his space. What? Wait, watch what? Well, no, because we're doing... Oh, 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 yeah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Watch this podcast for later in December. Anyways, um, my song of the week, or songs of the week, um, Bewitched by Lufay. Like, she's she's growing on me. She's growing on me. She's not worth a $230 ticket at the Lincoln Theater, but she's growing on me. I would not pay that. Here's the thing. She's playing at the Kennedy Center for 60 I'm not paying 230 at Lincoln. $230? At Lincoln! That's a price of chicken nuggets at, um, at Whole Foods. At Lincoln! But at Kennedy, it's 60 Like, no ma'am. I I have standards. I don't do that. Do not do that. Right now, I'm the meme of the woman doing calculations, trying to work out how Lincoln costs more than Kennedy. Uh, same. Same. I've been trying to do this for the past four days whenever I found out the ticket price. Also, throwback song of the week was I Will Survive by Cake. The Cake version. Because I love cake. I know cake, but I don't know that one. I'm surprised you don't know cake. I probably do know cake. I'm thinking of Clock, who are a Dutch band that did a lot of that. Anyway, carry Yeah, on. anyways. Um, I did not have a soundtrack of the week, listeners. I am so sorry, because it was Tom Fuckery all around. Uh, but TV was one Alan Carr's Agatha Christie. It was just pure fun for three episodes. What was that one? It's on the Brit Box. It's just Alan Carr exploring Agatha Christie, and he's just laughing the entire time and having fun. I have to fun. give that a go, actually. We need some new TV. He's got um, a sitcom out. Oh, he does? Yeah, like he's like he plays his young, like about his young, his life growing up. Because he was talking about it just a little bit. But like, we need to work out between the two of us. How can we, between the two of us, have multiple streaming services and never have the ones we want? I, I don't know. We'll figure it out eventually. Okay. So anyways, that was my culture for the week. Yes. Nice culture. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'm not... The, um, I am... In terms of vegan Thanksgiving, I ended up in my last Thanksgiving. I, I mean, the, the turkey gravy was delicious, and I saved some of it separate because uh-huh. my mother-in-law wanted to mix it all in with the noodles. Right. And I was like, no, some people need to pour this deliciousness. <laughs> yeah, and we ended up in this huge argument. Not really, but I, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it was epic, actually. Yes. Happy birthday, mother-in-law! Though, by the way, mother-in-law was <coughs> um, was fifty years old. Yes. 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 Uh, a couple of Saturdays ago, um, I hope she received the card. I think it was lovely. She's going to have a bit of a hard time at the moment. My culture of the week, I'm going to start with Barbie. Oh, so, God. More Barbie. Barbie. So, no, actually, it's been quite interesting, like, watching, like, Barbie now feed into the mainstream rather than be its own self. Yeah. The AmeriCast podcast, which is the BBC's um, review of American news and politics, highly worth highly worth listening to if you if I do say so myself yes um, they accidentally had they usually have two guys and two girls this week it was just two girls an older lady very distinguished and a loving Mariana who's their tweeter person who's brilliant um, and the old lady turned and goes oh looks like we've actually got a Barbie land takeover we're, we're, and I was like loved hearing that um, slip into mainstream um, and there's a second thing, this is not really news, uh, but it's more culture. Uh-huh. Kylie has um, basically said if they ever do a biopic, it's got to be Margot Robbie. Fair? And actually, when you look at it... it that would yeah, work. That it would work. work. Yeah. That would work. 
But I feel like Margot is good for biopics. Like, yeah. Thinking of I, Tanya and um, the Elizabeth one. Yeah, I think this may be her last, though. I think right. possibly she'll do a Kylie because she's so iconic. Right. Uh, for food of the week, uh, you know, I like doing my Korean rice bowls, which are basically yeah. just like uh, pori mints, mix of soy sauce, ginger, and some brown sugar. Yeah. We find the vegan one. Oh. But we did it at, with economic ingredients. So when I say economic, we try not to use meat replacement. We try and find alternate, because meat replacement's fucking expensive. And yes. And if you go for your, <laughs> your chicken nuggets in Whole Foods. Right. So I did it with some ground up tofu and some cauliflower. Mm, okay. And some mushroom. And it was really delicious. It really, really worked. That does sound good. Yeah. The yeah. mushroom chunky, but the cauliflower was used as that. So it was really delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I also then made a creamy um, rock and cauliflower soup. But also vegan, so just basically bake cauliflower, then you food process it, add some coconut milk and some stock, and then just some Korean, um, some Moroccan spices. Uh, it tasted good, but it's going to the freezer, seven uh. portions, yay. And, mm. it's gonna, and once it's defrosted and it's got that frozen quality. For music, I dipped into a bit of John Grant. Are you a John Grant fan? I. Uh. I don't believe so, but I might be. He did a lot of... So he his album came... He's got multiple albums out, but his Pale Green Ghost album featured heavily in Looking. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll play a song... Actually, the, the video for Glacier is a is song about... We'll play it after the yeah. yeah. So Glacier got the lyric, it's like um, something moving through you. It's about his HIV AIDS, just oh. like changing him. Uh-huh. But also the music video for that was a celebration of queer media, queer media culture, and it's really, really quite amazing. And this was John Grant. John Grant, yes. Okay. And um, my other music was A One Myth, Carly Ray Jepsen. Ah. Really like the album. Good. And yes. the hubs did not tell him what was being played, and he was like, "Oh, this is good." Who's th-? like he went, "Who's this?" You know, like didn't really quite recognize yeah, yeah. the voice. So, so here's the thing. I know we talked about it last week. Do we think we've got a little bop for the summer that's coming after? I will be honest. The, she is an album, whereas yeah. Kylie's a single. Uh, it's very much. Single. I love Kylie, but her. Say it. Be brave. Be brave. Her Aphrodite album's excellent, and I think her Light Years album is excellent. But she's and Fever's good as well. Mm-hmm. But she's not always an album artist. No, it makes sense. Uh, let's not forget Ty- Kylie X, which <laughs> was not the best album. That was not. Your and best even she turned out actually that that resulted in Aphrodite. So let's forgive her for that. Yeah. But no, it's got a couple of bops. I've listened to it again. There was a couple of bops in there, but I think. Padam is going to be hard to beat. Mm-hmm. But no, finally, um, a movie of the week was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Music Mayhem, absolutely excellent. Uh, I sat and giggled the whole way through it. Uh, I don't like animation, but this one had its beautiful animation style. I was about to say, you don't like animation, but I love that you love certain animation. It was very claymation. Uh, and yeah, very, it does feel It's got a very it. artistic look to it. Also, I know we're going to go actually into, I want to talk a bit in a second about it, uh-huh. but they use teenagers to do their voices, and that's the one thing that's never been done with the Ninja Turtles. They that, are called the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's actually, I hate saying this, that's smart, that's brilliant, that's wonderful, that's connecting to actually have teenagers play. And they, have, they gave them really young voices, mm-hmm. and you forget they're kind of young and they're very lonely, uh-huh. but it was really good. Apparently it's controversy because April was black. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. It's that hard. I like the fact that April was black. There we go. She's like, who the fuck are you guys? It yeah. was really well done. I giggled. There was a couple of references. And uh, Paul Rudd by, played Mondo Gecko, which was a 
very hipster character back in the day and he's like he I'm like I said they went but there was some good and it was kind of violent but it was really good but it's animation violence like it's forgiven so I'm going to do spoiler alert like for next minute but there was a bit where the idea is there's a giant mutant that becomes all these animals in one uh-huh. and it made me really fucking giggle and they had his anti-mutant mutant, like gun and they shot it and it hit his fire but it only demutified his fire and his like horse fell off and just ran away and just went <laughs> and ran away and I don't know why there's this horse and they went they just went and I just thought this sorry if that spoiled anything but this, this but it was so fucking funny I don't and, think you spoiled anything with that but it just went <laughs> and I really I don't know why it just really made me giggle um, anyway so I'm going a little Timmy I've been crying at that That may be in the culture for us, but what was making an impact for everyone else? We check the feeds, we test the moods, and we answer the question, what is gay culture? And my God, this week, no one knows. No one knows. <laughs> so I, well, we, we did have a mutual culture when we move on to. Do you have anything apart from that culture? No, I will piggyback off of whatever because I think we found something and we're just going to run with it this week. So for me, my personal culture was I did go and see Ninja Turtles. Right. Or Hero Turtles. They were called Hero Turtles in England because Ninja was considered too violent. Was it really? Yeah. So it was Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. I mean, that fits within the song, but I didn't realize that they had a different name. Yeah, the the film was called Ninja Turtles still, because that came out in the 90s, but the actual 80s cartoon was Hero Turtles. Huh! Well. So it was weird. So I did a quick deep dive myself, because I was watching the Ninja Turtles, and then basically going, "Um, well, they're all wearing different color masks. And I was like, well, I was also a huge Power Rangers fan. Oh, Yes, and they all wore different colour costumes. And also then, uh, so I went Ninja Turtles, X-Men, Power Rangers. Uh-huh. Yes, because I, yeah, that's it. So we watched Ninja Turtles, and I watched X-Men because it also had mutants in it, but different types of mutants. Right. And then after X-Men was uh, Power Rangers, that's how I went to Power Rangers. So they were my three core ones. All colourful, all bright. All rainbow. All rainbow. And all sort of subversive. So basically, yes. my, my idea was, you know, the queer boy joy of a Saturday morning superhero cartoon. Yes. So I that was me. That was me as a kid. Loved uh-huh. all that. I loved, still love Power Rangers. Been re-watching new seasons. I still watch X-Men movies. And I just went to see Ninja Turtles movie. So uh-huh. staying with me. I, I'm following so far. Following so far. But I was also like, I, I kind of started to think, you know, what was it about? And we, we can go into like what was about these shows. But I actually wanted to ask you, Daniel, uh, uh, yes. and I've had this conversation with you already, but, you know, uh-huh. not in front of a microphone that you know of. Oh. Um, it's okay. <laughs> Just you twice. You haven't found it yet. Um, what was your entertainment as a child? My entertainment as a child, so it depended on where we were at situation wise. Like, I would often read. Like, I would self-entertain. Yeah. I would occasionally have to play with my younger brother because he could not entertain himself, that damn Scorpio that he was. But then there was also television, like, typically, like, a PBS situation or, you know, it was, like, a Rosie situation. Or it could be cartoons. Like, you know, it's just this you know, matter of what it is. So what was your great love? My great love? Like, television? Yeah, well, just, I'm oh. curious because I, I, I enjoyed reading, but I was very much... A TV kid, but not in a like we had to show what we we're gonna watch. Okay, so I'm gonna say like choosing things like reading is always going to be up there 
Yeah. Drawing and painting is probably like second. Same. Yeah. And then like television, like Scooby Doo. I love Scooby Doo. Because of Velma, you saw this being quality. No. Oh, Actually, Daphne was like. Daphne was fabulous. <laughs> like, who else could get away with like a purple, like, mini skirt dress with like that puke green, like, ascot? Like, that was talent right there. Like. So that was the thing is that I made. We. We started collecting cards or, uh, or stickers. We had uh, stickers uh. we used a lot because cards were quite expensive, but mm-hmm. stickers were a lot cheaper. Oh, but yeah. I remember yeah. for when X Men came out, we started buying the action figures. And the action figures actually, I think, predated the cartoon. They were like uh-huh. based on more of the comics. They were a bit weird. But I, my dad, bought had left over. That stuff you put under wallpaper, like the primer for wallpaper. Yeah, so yeah. the slacking. Yeah, yeah, and he bought, it was paper, so he, yeah. and I cut it up and I, 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 I watercolored my own X Men trading cards. Oh, <laughs> so I love that. So this is the thing: is like I was looking at us as kids. Uh huh. And I and I kind of was like, I thought like, what were Max and Daniel like as kids? And I was a bit like. We're like the Muppet Babies in that we were the smaller versions of our adult selves. Well, and I'm sitting here and I'm like going back and I'm like, if I'm actually thinking about like the cartoons and the films that I was watching at that time, yeah, like The Little Mermaid, I would watch it because for 90 minutes I could have peace to myself because my brother was terrified of Ursula. My brother was as well. No, like literally, like I could like put it in and my brother would just run out of the room and I'm like, there we go. And then Beauty and the Beast, which I loved reading. So, like, the library scene was just, like, you know, I, you know, orgasm. <laughs> and you do like to walk through the town and insult everyone really out loud in the song. I do. Like, I want them to know how much I hate them. Like, there you go. Well, this is the thing. This is what I... It's interesting that I... I this is why I wanted to, like, look into it a bit. And I was curious uh-huh. about you, because I knew you were more of a reader. I used to... We, yeah. had, to, we had to sit with my mum and read, and I and I, I still... I, I lost reading for a little bit, and I picked it up again, and I lost it again, and yeah. I'm now very... Like, trying to do it. But the thing is that it was interesting when I watched all these shows, because I still... I said, I still love Power Rangers. Uh-huh. And I and as a video editor, I love watching it now, because I love watching why they cut the yeah, Japanese in with the English. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ninja Turtles is so stupid, but also, you know, it's, it, it's stoner culture. Oh, and it was totally the point is. of it. With the pizzas, like... The pizzas, and also, yeah, let's face it, there were Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. So, interestingly, like, I looked into it, uh, and I was thinking about it. I, I, I started Googling, you know, you know queer turtles, um, you, know, you know, queer collections of Power Rangers, queer connections of X-Men, and uh-huh. realised that they was giving me these deep dives that I already knew. Uh-huh. So my, my breakdown of... I wanted to do a quick breakdown of it. Well, uh-huh. And so if you don't mind... No, no, no yeah, I absolutely yeah. don't mind, because I think I've got, like, a counterback to talk about. So they were yeah. all outsiders with secrets, but unlike our secrets, which were boring, yes. these were secrets that were actually cool. Uh-huh. Um, these shows all allowed me to interact with female characters on the side. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Some of which were, let's face it, the draggiest of queens. Oh, they were Rita. Rita was lip lip sync to Barbara Johnson did the voiceover. Yeah. Then you got Storm, who was power of the winds. She could not do anything that was not dramatic. But also April O'Neil, loved her. She loved the yellow jumpsuit and some some knee high white boots. And my dad always liked doing the Ninja Turtle puzzle because she had the biggest tits in it. <laughs> well, not joking. Mum actually banned a puzzle because the breasts were so big. And they were actually huge. 
But I'm going to say this, but the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, wasn't she the only one with breasts? Yeah, because Irma, uh, yeah, Irma I, had, had a turtleneck situation going on. Yeah, I was going to say, she's the only one with breasts, so like, oh, Dad, I believe you're forgiven. Let's say, face it, there was a colourful camp of it all. Uh, two of them were spandex. Oh, yes. yeah. These teams always had a nerd who was a valid member. Yes. Beast. Everyone was always included. included. Like, like, they played a role, like... Someone had to be the brains to actually come up with the My favourites were always Beast. Uh-huh. Because I loved him. Blue. Uh-huh. Uh, we had um, Donatello, who was purple, but let's face it, shades of blue. Gay. Yes. Yeah. And Billy. Oh. Billy, the, and he turned out to be gay, the actor in real life. Yes. So we loved that. Um, they lead, knew. They knew. The leaders were just a bunch of brooding muscle. They were. They were They were very dumb and they needed, you know, someone well, to tell them what oh, to do. They were just so stoic. There was Cyclops who had to be careful because he's powered on leash. You had Leo, who was just boring. And you had Tommy and, J- and Jason from Power Rangers who were just fucking hot guys for the 90s. Again, they were all muscle, no brains. Brains. Like, are, you, are we surprised? Are we surprised, Maxie? And let's face it, at the end, I'm going to come to the end really with this, is let's face it, what's not a bigger drama queen than a giant robot? Because you had in all of them the Sentinels, Technodromes, and Megazords. Well, you have thought about a lot of this. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm not into it, but there was always a pattern and stuff. Um, yeah. I just, it, they were just camp. They were, they were camp. And I think. They still are camp. Like, you, don't but, say they were. They but, still are. But you look at it now and you go, this is why, but I do actually think. I do think it was a way of there was a homoeroticism to stuff, but I think it was the female characters, and you could sit there and go, "Wow, that woman who because um, Storm was the uh, the deputy commander of the X Men uh-huh. was like she was a fucking drama queen, but she was the most powerful one. She was an omni level mutant. But also think about the fact that you're interacting with these characters like you're like five to ten, like these are pivotal years, like yeah. a queer formation, like. This was a gateway and an outlet for you, whether you wanted to realize that or not. Gateway drugs. Uh, the, not gateway drug, but like it was, it was a venue for you. No joking. But also, there was also if I didn't watch it at the time, but I watched it recently. There was a Ninja Turtles Power Rangers crossover event. Oh my god! And it was as bad as you think it's going to be. Oh, I don't think there's redemption for it. I'm sorry. Talking of no redemption, as bad as you think it's going to be, should we go into our next culture? <laughs> Unless you have a counteraction. I don't. I actually had a counteraction. Say it then. No, 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 no. I was just going to talk about. I also love uh, Miyazaki, but the. That's just so which one's Miyazaki? A Japanese animator. Not. It's not anime. It's like Studio Ghibli. So it's like Spirited Away. Uh, um, Maybe you liked him. Um, Kiki's Delivery Service. Like. Oh, I know that one. I've yeah, seen no. a lot of them. Yeah. Because because I remember he was the first to actually really bring over. Like, um, like actual cast. He would actually cast the American cast rather than just be like, "Who've we got?" Yeah, because I mean, Anne Hathaway played a voice character in one, and um, Jin. Uh, she played the voice character in My Neighbor Totoro. Yes, she played the wolf, didn't she? One of the wolf yeah. in it. Yeah, and uh, oh, what's her name? Blinking, blinking Tar, Lydia Tar. Oh, um, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was in Ponyo as the the queen. Ponyo is such a travesty of putting... I've never seen a film, but in terms of how do you basically make a... what I know from Reputation Alone, uh, that's a Bridget Jones quote. Uh, um, from Reputation Alone. Um, that 
Ponyo is going to be a good film. I've never seen it. I'm not the biggest fan of animation. It has really grabbed me. But I know that it's better than basically making the poster look like a Finding Nemo ripoff. So I'm going to say this. We will watch Miyazaki together. Like, this is the only Japanese films that I would watch. I don't do anime, but I do Miyazaki. Like, they're good films. But, like, Spirited Away is one of the best I've films. Seen Spirit- I actually have seen Spirited Away. It's one of the best films. That was his first... That was the one that really blew up in England. He won an Oscar for that one. Yeah. Like, it was 07, I believe. Was that kind... No, it wasn't, because I think um, I watched my first year of university, which was definitely before I was open. A five then. Really? Oh, four? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I... Okay. I'm I'm not going to... Because I think that was also the year that the Oscars went really main... Like, they started doing the mainstream stuff, because Nikki Kay had won for Moulin Rouge. Uh And I think there was a lot of all eyes on the Oscars for once, because everyone's like, well, these mainstream films are really kind of hitting it. I, I will say, like, he has some good stuff before, but, like, Spirit Away is, like, spot on. Like, yeah. for story. And, like, just artistic quality. Like, love it. I have not... I, I had a DVD. I've not seen it for years. Maybe worth watching again. Definitely yes. worth watching again. Oh, absolutely. Yes, let's do it. Tonight. What? No, not tonight. Not tonight, no. No, no, not tonight. <laughs> but what we're watching is the news. Oh my god, and the news is horrible if you're living in DC. Well, so we're trying to. So, Daniel and I don't like discussing politics on. on we we don't. We do not. The, the doc we com- don't even like discussing it in person. <laughs> but we're going through some stuff because 45, yes. for the third time, has been indicted. Indicted. Uh, criminal charges have been pressed against them. So. First, cam- first criminal charges. Well, not so. This is the first criminal charges or the second or third criminal. Third, third. So they're all criminal third, charges. Third. Yes, they're all. So the, they're all criminal charges. First is campaign finance in New York. Second is the handling of classified documents in Florida. And third time lucky attempting to overturn an election in Washington D.C. And fourth will likely be in Georgia, Georgia. for the same charges. And he's been told he's not going to get special discompensation. He will be photographed and he will likely not be granted a change of venue so he will be here fantastic right yes it's it's embarrassing for the country but it needs to happen it's it's a dark moment that can lead to a lot of things we'll put it that way and how it leads will be a multitude of roads as a historian like I'm sitting here and I'm like there are so many paths we can go down at this point we have to go down one of them to, to, to lighten the mood just before we go it's like a little bit then we're going to come out again we're not going to spend too long on oh, this oh no, no 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 we're not his lawyers have asked the trial happened in West Virginia because they feel it will be more diverse there um, I would actually argue that it's less diverse in West Virginia I'm guessing they're talking politically diverse and i.e. more Republican oh it's 100% more Republican and so I want to bring this away yeah. from 45 yes. and back to you because I love bringing things bringing it all back to you now. oh don't stop never give up stop the election and here's the top S Club 7 yeah did you did you just S Club 7 me so Daniel as someone that lived through January 6th oh my god it was one of the worst days of my life I'm gonna be very blunt and say that list uh, can you let me finish the sentence sorry and how do you feel <laughs> <laughs> 
glad we're on the same page. And I'm not finishing finishing your sentences. I'm answering your questions before you ask them. And we've no. been asked actually on other podcasts. I do. Yeah. Um, I think we were asked on Jake and Adingas. Oh, they we are, were. They, they asked Absolutely. us how we felt about living through that. So how did you feel watching that, that happen? And it was close to your house. Uh, I was terrified. Um, your husband actually sent me a message the day it was happening. It's like, turn on TV. And I'm like... I'm not turning on my TV. I'm working right now. He's like, turn on your fucking television. And I'm like, oh my God. Because the scary thing is, like, I had an intern who was in the Capitol Hill neighborhood, full disclosure, like, doing site work. And, like, for four hours, I could not get in contact with this individual while January 6th was going down. And I didn't know if my intern was alive or not. Like, that's where we're at. He was. Yeah. It turns out he doesn't know how to answer his phone, but you know, there we yeah, are. It was. Oh, it was it was terrifying, but that being said, like I also remember that day, like, your husband's like, Pack your to go bag and we have plans going north and I was like we had, All a, right. car, we had a car ready. Like I literally I as soon as I saw it on television, I was trying to call the intern, pack my bags, then had one fucking meeting that day and we stopped after ten minutes. We said you know what? We're all we cancel our meetings at work. Uh, it, yeah, it just I think actually our president put a message out that's saying everyone just relax today. Like yeah. it's not it's not an office closed day, but let's not. And oh, we got to that point. We're like, no, we're not doing this. Well, because I was out. I went out for a run. Uh, shock horror! Everyone, I run a lot. No uh, runner. And I'd seen run, Ginny, run. I'd, I'd seen some red hats. And we, I was going through DuPont, it was Red Hat's coming back up, and I was like, okay, I'm getting all these idiots, because quite frankly, fuck you all. Uh, sorry, that offends people. And as I was coming around, so I was, I was nearing home, and my husband knows that I, I don't meditate, I run. I, it, yeah. I, put, I put podcasts on, I run. And he, he rang me, and usually, and I love I loved this man to, to the end of time, but he does occasionally forget that, and he, he'll ring me about something stupid. And I and I and eventually he like he rang me for the first time. I said, "Hey, babe, what's going on? You know, I'm, I'm almost done with my run." And he went, "You need to get home really fast. They're going to overthrow the government. They like they right, and, right. so and I was close. And I got a final good sprint in, and it was all it, we got home. And we were trying to do dry January, so we weren't drinking in the week. And then we <laughs> and it was also the sixth of January. So if anyone knows that the fifth of January is the last day of Christmas, right? Uh, in my in my family tradition, my mum's birthday is the fifth of January, so we turn the lights on for that, and then they go off afterwards. Right. And I got in, took a big glug of water, and then I walked upstairs into two minute lights, cracked them, and said, well, I, "I guess we're watching Insurrection." And yeah. my husband didn't pick up one of the beers he walked over to the Christmas tree turned the Christmas tree on and went we're gonna fucking do this this year yeah and we sat there yeah. and we watched it and we just fielded and I feel, I guess you must be in the same because even though like my parents are abroad you're, you're, you've got family not in you're, all your family's not in DC <laughs> and my, my and family's we, not in DC and and just like, feel, I just think we spent the next hour fielding questions for going what the fuck well, we spent the next hour fielding questions, and then uh, a one family member was like, I don't understand what the problem is. And I'm like, well, and then there was issues. This too looks wild. Yeah, and, and then, you know, three weeks later, there were issues with that person. So, <laughs> mm. life goes on. <laughs> but no, so I just wanted to ask you that, because I think people don't realize what it's like being in D.C. at the time. Well, it was, like, terrifying. It was, like, literally, when I say it was one of the worst days ever, like, we were all in a panic. 
Well, we, so um, we're right now in my apartment. Yes. And we're on Florida Avenue and we're like an exit route. Yes. Oh, sorry, shit, sorry, exit route. Sorry, man. No, you are a snow route yeah. at the very least. Like, for an emergency, like, you go north, you so go So we were route. worried that people were going to start moving up our way. It was good. And so we had this, so we were just, and then there was a curfew, but you're allowed out with a dog. And yes, yeah, you could. Uh, we will, and if anyone had an argument with us, we like. And our dog is who's now cleaning her vagina. Um, <laughs> is um, but a woman's body is her body, and she's allowed to do what she wants with it. She can do what she wants to. Oh, she's full blown going at it though. Okay. She's done it. Anyway, she's done. Anyways, no, she focus, has done focus, this. Focus. She has done this in the back of a meeting at work before, and I'm like, good Ooh. for you. Um, <laughs> but no, so it was. It was like a complete. It was a complete thing. It was so, a shock to the system. Like, yeah. So, do you think... I've got quite... So, actually, I've... You I'm, have yeah, questions. questions. I have responses. Responses. <laughs> so, I've got... We, we had a joke about this because we, we the big the big emphasis of this is if we're watching enough history, are we going to watch a Tony Awards happen? Because, let's face it, Hamilton, Evita, blah, blah, blah. Right. But... Is I should hear both of them. Good for you. But at the same time, is that it's funny because there's a lot of accusations of partisan politics going on, but actually all the accusations and the witnesses against 45 are from his own party. Yes, none of them were from the opposition. Opposition, which is interesting. And I'm very curious on how you feel is that how much of his own social media is going to be brought into his own, um, not, not defence... Um, what's the other word? Opposition. Opposition. Yeah. Um, well, I think the fact that your his former VP came out against him saying no one's above the Constitution, and he asked me to choose... talk about a woman scorned. Right. And so you're sitting here. It's like, well, I think it's going to play a damned role because you were Twitter twenty four seven, and like words matter, and they can use it against you in court when it's written down. But he's like, even said this time, hasn't he, that, like, he's got... Either he goes, I was just defending you. And it's like, is that an admission of guilt? Yeah. That's the thing, is he's, 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 he's still admitting guilt. No, he's admitted that something happened. Uh, it's going to be intent that they've got to improve, which I think, I think they can prove it. I think they've got it. I'm going to say this. I think Liz Cheney proved it, and Jack Smith is running with it. Yeah, that that's and I love those two. Like there we go. The question though is Daniel. Yes, is that do you think this is going to work to start to fix things, or are we going to go into more chaos? Because his forty-five his base is getting intense again. So I think the base is getting intense again. Um, I think this is where sanity needs to supersede. I don't know if it's going to happen though. I'm going to be very honest with you as a historian. I'm sitting here. We've not really been at this Rubicon before. I, I have a very good friend who works for a publication local mm-hmm. to us. And he said initially that 45 won't get the nomination. Uh-huh. Then he said he won't win. Uh-huh. Then he said he won't make it the whole way through his presidency. Mm-hmm. And he's a very trusted person. I think you maybe know who I'm talking about. I do know who you're yeah. talking about. And um, I think that talks to, you know, moving the bar. Um, and that's unfortunate if we get to the, any of those points, to be honest. But I do not agree, I'm going to say it's outright. 
that he should be let off because it's an embarrassment to America. No. I think you I think quite frankly and this is someone who is royal family has been put through the paces recently. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, just yeah. But since nineteen ninety six mm. has been put through his paces. Right. You have and I, I, I'm going to hark back to actually something that happened recently that America to enter Europe now has to have a visa and everyone's upset about it. I'm like, we've had to have an Esther to get over here for years. So, yeah, learn your facts. It's tit for tat. Tit for tat. And I've got a lot of tat for Do what that. I've got to give. Yeah. But I... This has got to happen. Yeah. If you don't like it, it means you've done something wrong. And if you're very worried about it not finding families, they're not the families you need to be having. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to actually quote Agatha Christie for a moment. Is like, whenever justice fails, you have to hold it up the next time higher and hope that the standards actually take that time. Yeah. So, like, we're at this, you know, Rubicon moment of, like, <laughs> the scales have to hold, like, at some point. Like, you're not above the law, you're equal to the law, and you have to pay for your crimes that you commit. I understand that America is one of the greatest influential countries in on, on the planet. I'll debate you on that one. It's horrendous influence. It's ripples go across the globe. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Uh, saying it doesn't, I would say I would take your country in a heartbeat over mine, but there we go. And I'll, oh, God. I, really, I always joke that I would absolutely love a visa swap program that while I'm not using mine someone else can use it like like, like I would use it Airbnb visa <laughs> <laughs> Airbnb visa I love that uh, and Rishi get on it Rishi I would never give it to you though oh oh because I'd have to lose you as a friend oh oh actually, <laughs> actually actually that was probably the sweetest reason that you ever given yeah. but yes but no, no I, I, I just, yeah, I just yeah. think this has to happen and, and I don't like people going well I don't like this the country has to heal I'm like you have no idea. Like Because we have to move on from this travesty. You don't gone voted bad. And quite frankly, just admit it, this country's hit a low. The only way is up. You could hit the sub basement or you could go back to the first floor lobby. I mean I'm thinking of Schneid when like up, 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 it only goes up from here, like really at this point. But like, we But we did have a bit of a joke. We had a fantastic joke, actually. So we are going to do now because we. I said there's nothing to talk about this week, but we're hitting an hour minute, an hour going on. Yeah. We joked. Well, we didn't actually. We discussed whether or not uh, being both lovers of musical theatre and yes. operas. Yes. Is whether or not this would be the next opera musical theatre sensation? So I'm going to turn to my um, wonderful co-host and go. Daniel, do you want to explain the difference between an opera and a musical theatre piece? Well, I can, and I'm going to say this. So an opera and a musical, two different things. Um, There are two musicals that come to mind for me right now. For a political situation, there is Evita and there is Here Lies Love, which is currently running on Broadway. I really want to see it. Apparently, though, it's amazing. Well, it's amazing. It's Conrad Rickamore. Like, we love Conrad from, like... Violent, like, he always looks so demure, but like he's got money to buy, buy you a good meal. Absolutely. So the thing is, they're looking at two uh, fascist. He's a humble state dinner. Sorry. Yeah. You know, anyways, two fascist dictators' wives. So Eva uh, Peron, and then Anna Marcos, 
uh, in the two musicals respectively and like looking at their rise and fall because I will say this Andrew Lloyd Webber very much said Evita was not a love letter to Ava Perón it was a warning to the British people about Thatcher actually which is I love so much because he wrote it during the Falklands like incident Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, anyways, that being said, so we have that going on, and then opera. You know, very much situational. Talking about it, like it's typically four, three to five acts, and then there's a bit of act one is like the background situation. Act two and three is like conflict, and then act four and five are resolution. And, you know, honestly, the 45 of it all is more of a cycle situation, like the ring cycle. Like, so, I have seen t- three operas in my time. Three operas. No, which, no five operas. Which, which operas have you seen in your time? I want to, I want to know this. I want to know so, this. Uh, there was a person in England that basically did two productions of operas on the cheap and went to the Fairfield Halls in Croydon, me and my mum uh-huh. and dad. I tell you my dad offers. It sounds like... A, like Dan was an afterthought. I love my dad, but yeah, yeah. We love Dan. So, and this woman decided to like. So we saw Aida and um, La Boheme. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. Those, I'm trying to those, that. those are two good introductory yeah, operas. So we saw them, and and they were like slot the opera and move the props, and it was very weird. There was uh-huh. like yeah, and it was they were totally like they get like a lot of Russian singers in. Fair. So I saw that. Uh, my first opera was oh okay my first opera is Jerry Springer the opera oh choice but I get it I get it it's modern it's, it's and it modern. was amazing you, should have, you actually would have loved it I, I probably would because I know there was the entire act of Jerry Springer goes to hell like yeah I get that. it's yeah. so good and yeah. then my second opera was um fuck can't remember uh we are made from school, are we? Mikado. Mikado. Gilbert and Sullivan. Sydney Opera House. Yeah, fair. And my third opera was, uh, it's not very well known, it's called uh, Madame Butterfly. It's very oh, underrated. Darn! I saw that in the. Um, <laughs> An underrated spot called the Royal Opera House in Covent Garden? Yes. Oh, 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 was I on to that? I'm sorry. sorry I sorry. paid £15 to sit in the cheap seats, which, uh, if my husband is listening to this, will know is impressive for me because I. what is my actual genuine fear? Heights. Heights. Yes, which you in the cheap seats, I'm like, mm, this, but is, this is not my I could barely see the stage, uh-huh. so I closed my eyes, and unlike the people below me... You were just listening. They didn't... I did not fall asleep... You were you were and, listening to the sound, and it was amazing. So I do think opera is amazing. Yes. So that you know, that being said, I feel like the drama of it all is like, um, <sighs> wriggling onto the point that this is not a musical. Like it's two hours. Like we're done. I think this is like a cycle, which is like four operas. Like, I love that. Like. There's just too much fucking drama of the 45 of it all, unfortunately. Like, and that's a sad thing, having lived through most of it firsthand. Can I counteract you, though? Yes. I've, I actually planned out the uh, musical. <laughs> I know you've planned out the musical, and I've planned out the opera cycle. So there we go. Okay. So, 45 the musical, act one, begins with... Uh-huh. The campaign 
it goes through the campaign um, to the start of COVID. The opening song is called I Did The Math, sung by Michael Cohen. Because <laughs> he did the math. He did the, the math. math. He did the math. Um, it also features a patter song from the brothers about their gains. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Second act begins with the Jan 6th. It said the first. So this, the first act I said begins with COVID. The second act begins with Jan Sixth, uh-huh. and ends with well, we don't know what yet. Fair. Uh, the new version of "I'm So Well" is sung between Ivanka and Melania. Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! And I'm sorry, followed, listeners. I'm so is, sorry, listeners. And it's followed by a talk song sung by Jared. Oh, um, there's, oh, there's oh. a there's a Mary Sunshine character. Who do you think is a Mary Sunshine character? Uh, Conway. No. Oh, who? It's a female. Sir Huckabee Sanders. One that we're rooting for. Who, who are we rooting for? It's Tommy Daniels. Oh, oh, Ashley. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and here's the other. Sorry. Here's the other one. thing. During like Trump's presidency, you know he has had multiple cabinet members. Yes. Each actor plays a cabinet position and they have to change the character every time the cabinet member changes. So the same actor plays every different cabinet member. So, so yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. and that's my musical. Okay, so here's my opera cycle. Yeah. So we're based off of The Ring Cycle, which is a four-night drama by Wagner, which is questionable because the Nazis loved him, so it's appropriate for 45 Oh, no, 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 sure. darling. No, 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 darling. We're, we're fine for the rest of this. Sure. Anyways, um, so the first opera is going to be the 2016 election cycle. Yeah. Like, there, that is it, because there is resolution conflict, and there we go. Uh, opera number two is going to be 2017 through 2019. It's going to be filler. It's not going to be the best one of them, but there yeah, we go. Yeah, yeah. Number three is going to be... 2022 the election so like that entire nice. like thing and then night number four is going to be 2021 to the present like the fall like what is actually going to happen nice yeah i love that uh that being said the cabinet shuffle was going to be in 2017 to 2019 that's a good name for a musical song though it's a cabinet shuffle it's a cabinet shuffle also, like... Oh, what's that song in Avita where they put the um, bags over the heads? Bags over the heads? Yeah, there's a whole thing, like the in and out song, isn't it, about them, they, they, about how he, um, about Peron moves people about. Oh, well, I would say it's another suitcase, another hall, but that's not it. Um, yeah, but there's a song, there is a the, song, there, yeah. there, there is totally a song. Oh, it's a good transition song. It, yeah. it, it is a good transition song, but anyways, the cabinet shuffle is going to be in there somewhere... There's going to be a song about COVID. Uh, yeah, like, I, uh, the thing is, like, it's just people that are more talented than us, like, write this musical, write this opera, is what we're saying. And credit us. produce it, though. Bitches with beards. Bitches with beards producing us. Well, yes. I think we fucking got the next Tony Award coming our way. I, I mean, at the very least, or an Olivier or something. Like, I love Olivier. Does Olivier do Tony musical stuff? Yeah, yeah, we do. You yeah, got me to England. Oh, okay, okay. Well, we can we can premiere it in London. Like they know they're separated enough from this poor. So Daniel, I, I'm feeling a draft. Do we need to shut the front door? <laughs> wow, we're finally actually <laughs> using this one. We're coming to the end. <laughs> this 
So. My ass was sore. Come <laughs> to the end. So, so the question is: Do we have a word that has staying power, or like where are we? Do you, have, do you have a gags and goop this week? Well, I do have a gags and goop this week. I do have a question for you. Go for it. Have you seen the food trend on Instagram, where they do a reverse tart, where they essentially put the fillings on the bottom and they ply it with like phyllo dough, and then they come out of the oven and a tart is made because they flip it. So they made a pot pie. Yes, essentially, but not because it's, it's not a trend. It's basically c- lazy people. Oh yes, because it's a single layer. Like no, it's okay, 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 okay. I'm, I'm gonna have fucking issues right now. I'm having a conniption. I do not. I like, saw your. I saw the vein in your neck. I do. Thank you. Uh, I do <laughs> not like a pot pie. Quite frankly, it's not a pie. It's um. It's, it's not a pie either. <laughs> it's soup with a hat. Uh, <laughs> You have to sur- your pie has to surround. So in England we have savory pie. We have pie is savory. It's not fruit. Uh, uh. So uh, do you have yeah. cobblers? Oh, we have a crumble, a crumble, crumble. Oh, mm, okay. I love a crumble. Southerners have cobblers, which are. I've heard of yeah. a. Co- I know I have. I've never had a cobbler, but I will make you a crumble crumble. I'll make you a cobbler. It's amazing. Oh, when when mum when your mum makes you an apple crumble. Means that that's like that's how that's what that's love. That's yeah, love. yeah, no, I get so, it. So no, so I, I I get what you're saying, but I'm like uh, really like an upside down tart. No, that's a cheesecake, isn't it? No, no. Here's no, the thing. No, 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 no. I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. Okay, okay, okay you're done. You're done. Fine. That was my gag. You no, know, it's weird though. I get what I'm doing. You have to all round cross. I don't like a. I don't like a hat. I like a complete outfit. But I do agree. It is lazy. It is very much lazy. Lazy, Lazy sloppy bottoms. Lazy. Do you have a word of the week? I do have a word of the week. It's the pluviophile. Uh, a what? Say it again. A pluviophile. It is a person who enjoys rain or rainy weather. Because I yes, I'm a pluviophile. Because that is all that has been happening in DC recently is rainy weather. I feel snuggle bugs. Uh, with the deaf dogs and the husbands. My phrase of the day is house guest starvation. What do you think that is? Wait, say it one more time. House guest starvation. House guest starvation. I feel like it means you're serving them toast and tea and that's a bare minimum. It's, it's... You're not being hospitable to them. Basically, it's like when you're used to ha- going to your own fridge and just grabbing some food, and you uh-huh. go to someone else's fridge, and you're like, "I can't just grab that," and you're waiting every time to uh, eat for uh-huh. permission from someone. And I think we've all been there. We have all been there. But the question is, what sparked this? <laughs> it came up. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she's a plus size model on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she basically. Found it, and I'm like, that's a good term, house guest starvation. Oh, fair, fair. I don't have anything else, but what do you think our culture for next week's gonna be? Oh, honey, I actually don't know. I just hope to survive this work week, to be honest. Me too. Like, so like literally, that's it. I want to survive my work week. Survival for the finest. Yes. Cheers. Boom. You've been listening to Bitches with Beards. I've been Max, and I'm Daniel. A big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions. They reflect us and no one else. All music and clips are used under fair use. We'll see you next week, unless we're cancelled. Cheers. Cheers.